This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Welcome to Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. It's the phone number if you want to get in touch with us during the course of the show. Uh, we were talking a little while ago on radio about this, uh, uh, this new affirmative consent thing, which is fantastic. Mm. It's, uh, it's being taught in California public schools uh, since they passed a law in 2015 requiring yes means yes education. Uh, so this is affirmative consent. You've got to give consent. The, wo- the woman has to give consent every 10 minutes. I guess there's no consent thing with the boys. The boys don't have to say yes to anything, right? Which is interesting. Yeah, It is interesting because what if he doesn't want to proceed any further? But she does. And she makes it difficult for him. Basically can't then happen, what? right? I was listening to a uh, podcast uh, last night, and it, was, uh, it had some sexual content to it. Um, Jeffy passed it along. No, it was actually has done. It was a sexually themed thing, but it was just a, like a science discussion about it. Yeah. And they started it with like, before we begin, we want you to know that, um, you know, whether you, like, and they wanted these like five or six disclaimers of like, if you don't, if sex doesn't interest you, that's okay. And if you're having what people think is too much sex, that's okay. Then they're like ninety-five <laughs> different disclaimers, and then they ended it with, and by the way, if you're a woman, only have sex on your own terms. Now let's begin. 
Wait, so men should have sex not on their own terms? I want to make sure I understand. It, it's a bizarre Only world, women either. should have sex on their own terms? Uh, yeah. I guess it was just an assumption. Again, you're going through the, all these disclaimers about don't, if someone says you have too much sex or judges you, it's okay. Don't, don't listen to them. And then at the same time, you're judging the entire male gender mm -hmm. as always wanting sex because they can't possibly uh, be in a position in which it's not on their own terms. Again, I mean... The disclaimer, these are I mean, all points of natural uh, human understanding that I don't need to be, probably don't need to be the beginning of a disclaimer um, about, about sex. But still, it's like these things are so bizarre. And you're right, they never address that. Never address that. I mean, it's always, it's always the woman. And, and it's more likely for, obviously, much, much more likely for a woman to be in a situation yes. that she doesn't want to be in. But the man could be too. The boy could be in a situation where he's you know, resistant or or he doesn't necessarily want to and she's oh, pushing the issue. Particularly women when, sometimes push the issue. It does happen. Oh, it happens. And to, to, to if us, you talk about this, that would be rape. That would be rape to these people. Well, yeah, particularly if the, when you're If the guy says no and she's pushing the issue and they go ahead and do it, isn't that rape? Well, particularly when you're talking about the, uh, uh, like, the you know, the traditional sort of like, Jody Foster pinball machine, you know, vision of, yeah. of sexual assault is obviously going to happen with men uh, over women in that because of physical, you know, strength and, and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, however, when you get into more a more nuanced discussion about it, and that's what every person who's an advocate for these sort of things wants you to do, wants you to talk about these things, and they're important. I'm glad we're talking about them more. But... When you're talking about a nuance where you know maybe someone is pressuring the other and they kind of don't really want to, but they kind of push through it, that happens on. That can easily happen on that both sides. That happens all the time. People get pressured into doing things. Uh, you know, even men. I would agree it's more common on the and other way, but now still, it's that's considered rape. That's considered rape. I, I mean, I. Well, I mean, let, let me give you this thing, this case. We kind of talked about it off the air on radio and never got to it on radio. This this incident happened uh, in 2012. Um, a, so there's a guy, uh, he goes to his girlfriend's dorm room in mm -hmm. college. It's at Amherst. Uh, when he gets to the uh, dorm room, his girlfriend's not there. Who's there? The girlfriend's roommate. So Jeffy, if you want to walk us through the traditional thing that would happen in this situation, um, obviously, uh, he's going to hook up with, with the roommate. I mean, that's what dong. happens at college, right? I guess. Hey. hey. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Mary's not here. Oh, you're I, here. Hence are the relationships uh, that happen in college. So uh, so they have they fool around, right? Yeah. Now, the guy, blackout drunk at the time, and that is confirmed in mm. the uh, investigation that happens after this incident. They, they say, yes, we think he really was blackout drunk. So... By these standards, he was potentially being assaulted, right? Mm -hmm. Because the th theory is, yeah. if you're blackout drunk, you can't give the level of consent that's appropriate, and therefore uh, yeah. it's rape. Yeah. Again, so but 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 if that's not. If the shoe were on the other foot, that's what we'd be talking about. If the exactly. woman was if, blackout drunk and he and they had consensual sex, it's not. That's it's, rape. That's rape. Um, now, there are some. She has now come out and said, "Hey, he, I did not consent to that action." Okay, I did not consent to that oral sex. He said that? He, uh, he, she said that she, about him. Okay. And she said that about him. Now, was she, you know, what, what is true, right? Here's some things that might cast a little doubt on whether she actually was assaulted. Uh, number one, uh, after the guy left the dorm room, she texted another guy 
and asked him to come over to her dorm room for sex. So think about this in, in, in context. She is raped by someone who, force, who has forced her to perform oral sex on him. Yeah. And when he leaves the room, the rapist, she then texts another guy to come have sex with her. Seems unlikely. It seems really unlikely. Very, very but unlikely. Okay. Then she texts. Because you should be, at, at that point, you would think, traumatized. Traumatized. And the last thing and she wanted to do was go for another hookup, right? Right, right after that. Right. Uh, she also texts a, uh, an RA in the, in the building about her stupid decision to uh, engage in sexual activity with her roommate's boyfriend. Okay, so she says to uh, someone else that she made, a, she made a stupid decision to engage in sexual activity with someone else, with this guy. Wouldn't have been a stupid decision if she were raped. Right. It's not her fault at all if she's raped. It's, yeah. It would not be her decision. Then she also admitted that she was, quote, quote, not an innocent bystander. So she has admitted herself that she paid, played a role in this. She also complained how long it was taking the second male student to actually hook up with her. Oh, this is taking forever, that type of thing. She did not file a complaint against the guy for two full years and then finally mm. leveled the complaint. Now, the uh, reason uh, puts it this way, I think, to, to get you to how unlikely these series of events would be, her case, it's certainly possible that the girl was forced by the guy to give him oral sex without her consent, then left the encounter with the fervent desire for another hookup, <laughs> mischaracterized her own level of responsibility in a message to the RA, and didn't realize she had been sexually assaulted for another two years after befriending a number of, vic uh, of victims' advocates. It just doesn't seem like the most plausible explanation. <laughs> it, uh, sure it, it sure doesn't. It now, sure, sure doesn't. So what's the result of this case? She brings, two years later, brings the assault accusation. He's expelled oh, from school. Geez. Okay. Now, he is wow. so upset about this, he's now sued Amherst. And he goes to the judge and says, hey, uh, this is ridiculous. I, need to, I can prove it to you with these text messages. The judge says she does not have to produce the text messages. Why? Because it may, let me get the exact quote here. It may, um, it may. You need it? Yeah, you have it? Could oh. cause psychological harm, Impo to or his impose in psychological trauma on on her. Now, look, mm. you have to have the ability to to defend yourself mm -hmm. in these matters. He doesn't have that uh, in this particular case, and the only way he can potentially get it is to not just sue the college, but to sue her directly, which is a, a standard so absurd that you're encouraging. Men to accuse, uh, to sue rape, uh, uh, people who are accusing them of rape. You're, you're, you're making it so they have to sue the person who is supposedly victimized in this particular incident. That's just an unbelievable story. And, but it's brought on but by this environment all the time, we're yeah. in now all the time. where they're teaching kids, like 7th and 10th grade boys, that if a girl doesn't say yes every 10 minutes before, during, and after sex... It's rape. I, I mean, that's a standard that I, I just, I mean, it's going to, I mean, maybe it should for 7th and 10th graders and all sex. Maybe it's a good thing. I mean, because it's ludicrous that you, every, every touch, look, every kiss, every look, every, every look. I would like to look at you. Every position, position change. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, before, during, and after sex, you have to get a yes. 
So, I mean, the 10-minute rule. after? Yes, even after. So I, you finish, and you're like, by the way, was that okay? Pre that previous guess, thing okay? I guess. Yes, it was. No, you know, you know what? I gotta say, no, you no, know what? It wasn't. It wasn't. I got news for you. And tenth, now it's rape. As you pointed out on the radio show, tenth grader. First of all, ten minutes is not an option. No. Second of all, if you're asking after whether it was okay, it wasn't. Right. Uh, right. In tenth grade, I mean, it wasn't. I promise you that. And in, in this case, uh, she called uh, another guy after, so it obviously wasn't. Obviously wasn't. I mean, I, that's. It, absolutely it's unbelievable. unbelievable. All it's, of this stuff is crazy. And we're seeing this in school, in colleges um, uh, all over the place. And again, all of the responsibility on the boys. Yep. Now, they share a lot of it, but they do share because part of the responsibility is with the girls. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, it, it just is. Well, it is. If it's a, if it's a rape situation, it's, it's not. Right. I mean, obviously, a, a woman can be raped and it has absolutely no. I no, mean, the consent thing you talk has about to go consent, both ways. It should go both it ways. It has to go both ways. Uh, it's, it's just an equal application of the law. Yeah. Right. Like you can't have different laws for, you know, different sexes. Like you're supposed nope. to every law is supposed to apply to everyone. Um, uh, that's kind of a fundamental principle of our country. Kind um, of. We took an in-depth look at this, by the way, uh, to find out exactly how one of these situations plays out in the real world. And I think you'll enjoy it. Watch. All right. goes a little something uh, like this that you're about to see. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we're not ready with the video. Oh, we're not um, ready. But, uh, okay. There it is. Oh, there. Welcome to the finals. I'm Ted Stanley, along with Gary Veckers. Tonight, an amazing matchup between senior forward Dale Thompson and freshman newcomer Madison Avery. That's right, Ted. Dale is quite an amazing player. He has been spectacular all season long, scoring over and over again, seemingly at will, all over campus too, including once in broad daylight in the middle of the quad. Saw that, yeah. On the other hand, there's Madison Avery, the 19-year-old freshman who certainly has a lot of promise, but quite honestly, she has not shown a lot of effort on defense this year. In matchup after matchup, she's made it incredibly easy to get inside and score. <laughs> no kidding. All right, well, we're ready to start. Dale slowly approaches, applies light pressure as he angles in. Wow, he really has amazing game, Ted. She seems to be completely in awe. She's, again, putting up very little resistance here. <laughs> That's right, Gary. This one could be over very quickly. <laughs> well, yeah, for all of his positive qualities, you know, Dale isn't exactly known for his stamina. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Dale now leans in, makes a move, and oh, a, a foul. I, I didn't see any contact there at all. What's the call? Illegal forward pass, kissing without consent. Uh, it looks like uh, potentially the ref has stepped in to confirm verbal consent from both parties, a potential lip-to-lip -lip contact. I have to say, that's, that is a bit of a weak call there, Ted. Uh, well, certainly you don't want to let lips uh, touch without clear legal consent, Gary. Okay, uh, Dale now moves in a bit more aggressively this time. Now, this is what we came here to see. <laughs> wow, I don't think there's any question who's going to end up on top. <laughs> oh, wow, wait, another foul. Are you kidding me? You've got to let him play out there. Well, uh, the ref has stepped in to make sure consent is fully given before any level two physical contact can occur. Level two physical contact? Ted, she already said yes. 
Uh, absolutely, Gary, but that's no longer enough. That's why we get to see this thrilling action as Dale has been presented with Form 1107B that will properly authorize the contact of the torso, navel, and even certain areas of the ankles and wrists. I say, Ted, I think Dale's probably looking for a little bit more than ankles and wrists. Besides, isn't this sort of ruining the flow of the game? Uh, I've got I've to cut you off here. Uh, yep, yep, okay, we've got to get down, get an update. Let's go down to sideline reporter Dell Jackson. Dell? Hey, guys, what in the hang is going on? I'm Dell Jackson, just talked to officials, and Dale has successfully signed an initial form 1107B in quadruplicate. You know what that means. It's time to bring in the notary. Wow, and just listen to that crowd chant notary. <laughs> Unbelievable, Ted. Actually, I don't hear anything at all. Uh, so, Dell, uh, the question on everyone's mind is, are you going to do the catchphrase? I sure am. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been notarized. <laughs> I love it when he does that. I really do. Absolutely. All right, back to the action. Uh, Dale moves in, trying to get to the rack. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, no, she will just not take no for an answer. Look at that. Wow, lots of contact underneath. He's trying to penetrate, but having all sorts of trouble. Uh, I, I don't understand what's happening here. Is it, is it cold out there or something? Dale goes all the way to the hole. Rejected! Oh, no, Ted, they called another foul. This is unbelievable. Real, oh, wow. Uh, can we see a replay there? Okay, here, here we go. Uh, he leans in and, oh, yeah, there it is. Are you kidding me, Ted? Just as it looked like Dale was really going to finally score here, the ref steps in, impedes his progress, and sticks a breathalyzer in Madison's mouth. I mean, this is what I would call a very specific type of blocking that rhymes with blocking. Mm. Uh, what is going on here? Well, the, the refs are simply enforcing the newest rule in the sport. The blood alcohol level of the female player must be measured before any score can be official. But it doesn't seem like she's drunk at all, Ted. Well, she doesn't have to be drunk, of course. If Dale makes any overt contact with Madison and within the previous 472 hours she has consumed any substance equal to or surpassing one sip of beer, alcoholic or not, Dale is guilty of rape. So he's a rapist if she had a sip of O'Doul's last Wednesday. Interesting question, Gary. Let me follow up. Why do you hate women? I think it's because... So before we get to that answer, let's go down to Dell Jackson. Dell. Hey, guys, I just wanted to chime in, say that I came here tonight to see some action. This is getting torturous. A lot of things on my body are starting to hurt. So I'm going to go ice it down and call it a night. Okay. Uh, okay, thank you, Dell. Uh, well, the results of the breathalyzer are coming in, and... Oh, wow! She's got a blood alcohol level of 0.0000000004, making Dale a full-on rapist. This is amazing. Apparently, Madison had a Hall's mentholiptus cough drop four days ago, and now Dale's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Uh, he sure is, Gary. Another dangerous criminal off the streets. But she consented both verbally and in writing, Ted. Uh, you know what, Gary? Consent is just the key that unlocks rape culture. Think about it. All right, that's all we have time for tonight. Thanks again to my rape-excusing partner, Gary Veckers. That's right, thanks. Wait, And of what? course, a hearty thank you to our sponsor tonight, Rolling Stone Magazine. Good night, everybody.
actually similar to the real story yes. that we did. Yes, uh, yes it is. Very similar. It's uh, amazing. Hmm. It's amazing. It's a little disturbing, but uh, Jeffy, nice. Uh, Thank you. Uh, that was, uh, Thank I, you. I, again, you're an actor, and we yeah. know you're an award-winning <laughs> actor. And I get thrown into these roles. You just have to. You just have to do it. <laughs> you have to go with it, right? <laughs> It's even amazing. though it's quite a stretch. It's almost not even, I mean, look, that's a ridiculous, you're bringing that to a ridiculous extent, but is uh, it? Is it? I mean, no. is it? I would not. say, we, not. in there, in the actual parody, it, it, there wasn't a repeated every 10 minutes aspect to it. I mean, it's no, almost we, more stringent in reality. Yes. You are going <laughs> to yes. get to that point where it's, it's you need to consent I just, every look, 10 look, seconds in writing. Just really my virtual reality headset, my suit, leave me alone. Which you've already purchased, by the way, we should point out. Yeah. I, I'm so. telling you, people people will do that rather than oh. bother with all this nonsense. Oh, totally. They, they really will. I it'll, was... it'll just be so much less stress in their life uh, and less uh, risk because y- you could easily, easily be accused at any time and lose. I mean, if you can't even defend yourself with her tweets or her texts. Her texts, yeah. I mean, it's, you, got, you got nowhere to go. The standard is not... The, where, the place it's supposed to be. And this no. is an important point to make. It is incredibly vital that we take these things seriously. The way it used to be in the 1800s is not the right way. It should not be, uh, it should not be the standard that we've talked about in many uh, Islamic uh, Sharia ma- law countries. is not the right, standard. That, right, okay, where four men have to, have to t- testify that, yes, she was raped. Right. Or, or whatever and, the standard and she, is, and I think it is four men. Um, that sounds right. Or two, you can get, no, it's two men or four women because it has to be double the women of the men because the men are obviously, obviously more reasonable and believable. Oh, yeah, and rape? Yeah, yeah so you have to see, you have to, I mean, how are you, you got a bunch of people standing around watching your rape? That's a pretty weird standard. Yes, and so, so these it shouldn't are... be that. But come on, the ten minutes. And I will say, rarely do I hear the left speak out about that particular problem uh, right. in our in our world, which is uh, far more prevalent than the average uh, guy in college uh, doing something like this. Um, although you mm-hmm. wouldn't know it from the fake statistics they quote all the time. No, one in five women are raped on college. Is it one in five or one in four? I can't remember. Might be one in uh, four. I don't know. It it's might increasing be every day. One in one now. Yeah, I, and I, think I don't know. The rate in the uh, Rwandan genocide was one something in like one in fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think that probably it's not three times as likely to get raped at college than it was during <laughs> the Rwandan genocide, but maybe who maybe. knows? Uh, it's just maybe. I, I mean, some of this stuff is so utterly insane. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable, I think, particularly for guys to talk about it because you're just seen as like, well, you don't get your, you know, they, every female activist out there that's going to talk about this is going to say, oh, uh-huh. well, you're, you're, it's just uh-huh. like talking about an issue of race or, you know, uh, an issue of gender or an issue. You know, these things are. You don't care about it. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh, you don't care. Uh, you, you know, you, you want to just side with the guy. You're like, bull crap. If, if a guy actually rapes a woman and he is convicted in a court of law, if you put life in every one of those sentences, I'm going to be fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't care at all. I want the punishment for that to be so incredibly high that hopefully even in a drunken stupor it deters somebody. I mean, I want that, you know, that is part of law and order, which we all respect and, and get criticized for respecting. But you can't put the standard... Uh, you know, I mean, the way it's handled in colleges is, this, at this point is a woman says something, whether there's any truth to it or not, a guy doesn't have a chance to defend himself, and he's just immediately expelled. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it does, you know, as a guy, give you, uh, you know, hopefully pause to to not put yourself in in, in any of these positions. No, it's like it's um, like the the was it Harvard, the woman who uh, claimed rape, and the guy was expelled even though there was no evidence, and there was all kinds of circumstances, and I've forgotten a lot of them. But then, because he wasn't prosecuted, she didn't even go to the police, if I remember correctly, and, but. Maybe he wasn't expelled, but she wanted him to be, and so she wore the mattress on her back every, everywhere she oh, went. Oh, right. You remember this? It was, yeah, it was the right. mattress back chick. I thought it was Columbia, maybe, but I could was be it? wrong on that. It was one of those, one was, of those two. <laughs> I mean, it was the weirdest thing. And the guy was like, well, it was consensual. And so, anyway, she she wanted him out and didn't even want there to be a trial. There, And she didn't even go to the police. And there was all kinds of extenuating circumstances that made it not look like rape and then but everybody was like well yeah she, she's wearing a mattress on her back so she, she must have been raped <laughs> it yeah. was well, columbia right. it, 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 it was, was columbia. she wore it at the graduation yes she carried it up on so bad I, so I, bad and i will so say bad. this the biggest disservice done to women who are actually put in this situation yes. uh, is to say yes. they should not go to authorities with it it, it, what happens is they keep saying, well, what is deal with it in the college fancy fake court? The college fancy uh, no. fake court? That's not what place for a freaking rape trial. You need, right. When you're talking about a rape trial, you need to go to, I don't know, real big boy, big girl court. Well, yeah. Where with real if judges, actual real rape, sentences. Guy needs to go it, to jail. It's not time for a, uh, it's not even the people's court. The people's court at least had real, uh, you know, uh, a, for someone who was actually a judge at one time. Yeah. I mean, this is a, they'll just put it in front of administrators that have no dealings with the law yeah. or uh, any of these cases. And they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, that one sounds like he's, you know, seems pretty guilty, so we'll get rid of him. No, these need to go through the court system, period. Period. It's, the, it's why we have it for things like this. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to punish, if a guy does something like this, they need to be punished to the fullest extent of the law, not a slap on the wrist, you're out of college. I don't want a rapist leaving college. Oh, well, we expelled him. That's all we could do. And then they go out and rape somebody else. They need to be in prison, period. Definitely. You know what else is insane? Uh, the fact that your current phone carrier is probably using your money to undermine your beliefs. Now, you pay your bill, and then they take a portion of that, and they invest it, spending millions of dollars, to remove conservative leaders from office. Yeah. It sucks. It does. And uh, you have Patriot Mobile to solve that problem for you. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data at competitive prices. Really good prices, actually. They're less than... I, I, you know, I'll give you an example of this here in just a second. But they're going to donate 5% of your monthly bill of, to a conservative organization of your choice. Uh, mm -hmm. and to give you the example, uh, a couple of big companies have come out recently with these unlimited data plans. Yep. Um, and they're saying, uh, well, uh, yeah, we're going to, for less, $80, $100, $120 a month unlimited. Uh, well, they're going to give you a $50 credit. They're going to give you $500 to switch uh, with Patriot Mobile. They're going to give you, they're going to get rid of that $35 activation fee. They're going to, uh, they're going to give you a free phone. Uh, they're going <laughs> to give you a $50 unlimited talk, text, and data plan. These are all better than the th that you're getting from these other companies anyway. You it's honestly, not competitive prices. We always make fun of that because it's, yeah. it's a, that's a dumb way to phrase it. In reality, $50 unlimited is better than what you're getting from these other guys. By far. By, by far. A, and by you're supporting causes you believe in. You, you can't beat this deal. And, and then it helps forward things like FreedomWorks 
the NRA, things you, again, believe in. Yeah. So go to the website and punch in the promo code PATENTSTEW, patriotmobile.com. Type in Pat and Stew to get this incredible deal. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. Or call them at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. And welcome, Pat yeah. and Stew. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we think, uh, President Trump, his first press conference as president, where he's doing it solo. So it's not with another world leader uh, where like, you get a lot of questions like, uh, hey, there's a, there's a speed bump on Jim Road in Uzbekistan. Is that going to be fixed, Mr. President of Uzbekistan? And Trump has to just stand up there mm -hmm. awkwardly. Mm -hmm. This is actually just him. I guess we were expecting him to talk about the Flynn thing, talk about uh, the uh, Puzder thing. Uh, that got uh, derailed right, yesterday good, after the show. Get some good yeah. clips out um, of this. Yeah, we could. And it's, it's the first one as a president, so we're going to try to take that here coming up. It's due any minute, so we'll, uh, we'll kind of keep you alert on that one. Meantime, there's a student who recorded a professor saying that Donald Trump's election was an act of terrorism. Oh, no. I mean, okay. Uh, it's, it just shows the lunacy of some of these professors. And in fact, so many of them are, are just outrageously stupid. And... He took this uh, video, and, and I, I think we have a look at the video here. Here it is. I'll tell you what happened afterwards. White supremacist and a vice president that is uh, one of the most anti-gay uh, humans in this uh, country. And humans. so we are in for uh, a difficult time. But again, I do believe that we can get past that. Our nation is divided. We have been assaulted. It's an act of terrorism. One of the most frightening things for me and most people in my life is that the people committing the assault are among us. It is not some stranger from some other country coming in and attacking our sense of what it means to be an American and the things that we stand for. And that makes it more painful because I'm sure that all of us have people in our families and our circle of friends that are a part of that movement and it is very difficult. Jeez, okay, I can mean, I guess? I, I didn't read the story, I just saw the headline, so I'd like to guess okay. what the fallout is. Yes, okay, go ahead. Um, the professor is not in any kind of trouble because it's no. his classroom. That's and exactly the right. The who student filmed in the classroom is yes. in trouble for filming and suspended. recording in the classroom. The student was suspended for that is unfreaking believable. You nailed it. Suspended for a semester for videotaping <laughs> the outrageous comments I, of amazing. a, by the way, a human sexuality professor. The hell are you even talking about it for? What do you what, what what does that have to do with human sexuality talking about Donald Trump's election being an act of terrorism? I got to tell you, if you're sending your kids to these schools, Boy, no kidding. Uh, you're asking for trouble cuz that's what that's what they're hearing. That's what they're hearing in mm. almost every circumstance. And it doesn't matter what class they're taking, math class, they're hearing this stuff. Physics and and history and Science and all of these classes, that's what our kids are being subjected to. I, you know, I'm so glad that my two youngest boys are going to school at the same time right now. And they are uh, trying to take their next semester classes together so that they at least have each other in there as kind of backup. Because the crap that they hear, and they're at BYU. They're at BYU-Idaho. And they're hearing things like you can't believe from some of these history professors about America, about certain presidents that we all love and respect. Um, and 
about climate change and about the way the world began. And it's like, this is BYU. How is this happening here? So if it's happening at BYU, you know at NYU or University of Iowa or North Dakota State, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be practically communist propaganda. Mm. It's unbelievable. Very true. Uh, let's take a break. We have um, the uh, Trump press conference coming up in just a couple of minutes. He's going to announce his new labor secretary nominee, um, which is, what's his name? Uh, Alexander Acosta. We'll tell you about him as well. Uh, but first, let's take a break. Uh, and we want you to uh, consider uh, taking a positive step for you know your own family's self-reliance with My Patriot Supply. We've talked about them for a long time. They do this better than anybody does. Uh, if you want to get prepared for an emergency, for uh, potential job loss, for anything <clears throat> that can come up where you need to make sure your family is self-sufficient, my Patriot, they will, well, they're going to take care of you. Look at 99 bucks for, for freaking four weeks. Glenn was talking about uh, the, the exodus from the uh, California dam, the downstream of the yeah. dam, mm -hmm. and how so many people got stuck on the freeway trying to get out of town. There was like 200,000. In Houston, uh, in 2005, with Hurricane Rita bearing down on the city, it was three and a half million people trying to leave. Three and a half million people all leaving at the same time. And it was an unbelievable situation that gets just melted down and get a little backed up. <laughs> mm -hmm. So during that particular time period, uh, everything closed. Everything closed. Stores, banks, ATMs ran out of money. You couldn't buy something if you wanted to. So if and certainly FEMA could get through to help people because the freeways were all jammed up. There was no way in. There was no way into Houston. And luckily, the, the government was there to pass um, uh, price gouging laws um, <laughs> yeah, that would right. make sure that no one would try to get into the area for any reason. Um, it's funny. You don't and they to... did enforce price gouging yeah, laws. I know. And they do that all the time in these amazing, emergencies. Man. Which, of course, discourages people who to, to go in there because they're like, well, I'm going to wind up losing money on right. this anyway. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to try it. Um, that being said, you don't have to worry about price gouging or supplies when you take a, a step to be you know, prepared for these things. And my Patriot Supply will do that for you. 888-411-5290 is the number. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. Do it now while you're thinking about it. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Get you through anything. Uh, 888-727-BECK. We're waiting for the, uh, the Trump news conference to happen. He hasn't taken to the podium yet. Yeah, nothing yet. So we'll bring that to you as soon as it comes. We, we should say Rand Paul um, has been really uh, really good uh, for the last few weeks. Um, he has actually uh, been one of the people standing up, I think, for uh, principle over party uh, recently. Um, he is uh, pissed off at the way the Republicans are not repealing Obamacare, which I would agree with Me him too. On. Um, he walked out of a meeting um, uh, because they were trying to find. They're trying to. That was the meeting with uh, uh, Paul Ryan. Is that right? Uh, I think it was. Uh, you might be right. It was. Um, anyway. uh, Rand Paul was talking to uh, other Republicans about a six-year promise to repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, Rand Paul left before that was over, having heard enough of a conversation. He says centers around keeping Obamacare's Medicaid expansion intact and creating Jeez. tax credits that he called a new entitlement program. Jeez. The Republican in the room rebutted that notion. And it was with Paul Ryan. You're correct, Pat. Um, uh, here are things that are unacceptable to me, said Rand Paul. If they don't seem to care what conservatives think about the complete repeal of Obamacare, they're going to be shocked when they count the votes. And that's, we're seeing that in the House already. 
where Republicans in the Freedom Caucus are saying, uh, no, repeal this thing. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 half-ass this. Repeal mm -hmm. it. Repeal it. If you want to replace it with other free market principles, sure. But don't keep a Medicaid expansion in there. That's not a free market they're principle. They're not going to. You know? Are they going to blow just, this back? I think so. I think they're going to blow it. I don't think they're going to repeal it. I think they're going to piecemeal this thing mm. and then probably make it worse because that's what they tend to do. Uh, it's just, it's really frustrating. And then the, the, it's disheartening. The, the collapse that was probably going to happen with Obamacare anyway will still happen. Right. Um, and then they'll be blamed for it. And they'll deserve every, <laughs> yes. every bit of it. They will, because mm -hmm. the Democrats will scream, well, we had that thing working great, and mm -hmm. you changed it. <laughs> and then they'll get all the blame. It's unbelievable. I will say this, though. Uh, Obamacare's mandate, the mandate part of this, got a serious blow because the IRS has decided that they're not going to reject tax returns. And maybe they've been instructed by the uh, Trump administration, I don't know, um, not to do this, but they said they will not reject returns that don't answer the health insurance question. They're supposed to. They're supposed to send it back, and then you, you have to, you know, okay, do you have health insurance? Yes, I do. Because if you say, no, I don't, then you get the fine. Right. And so if you are in that position, I guess what this article tells you is don't answer the health care right? questions. Isn't that what it tells um, you? And we, did we not say, I think it was this exact thing which we said to people beforehand hey democrats you know how you have obama just ignoring laws on an illegal immigration you're not gonna like that when ted cruz <laughs> gets in office and he says well you know what obamacare penalties don't don't worry about it mm -hmm. now it's not ted cruz it's donald trump but you're gonna like this are you gonna like this if they ignore enforcing that particular regulation are you gonna be a fan of that one and this is why you don't want so much power in the that's government. what happens when you're not a nation of laws yep and we're not right now, mm -hmm. we're, and we haven't been for some time. So kind of interesting. I, I guess if you just don't fill that out, you're not go going to be penalized for it. Uh, but I don't encourage that because that would be breaking the law. Um, by the way, they do say um, uh, the change is a direct result of the executive order Donald Trump issued in January directing oh, the government okay. to provide relief from Obamacare to individuals and insurers within boundaries of the law. Now, it's highly questionable to me um, whether the it is within the boundaries of the law uh, mm -hmm. to basically tell people they don't have to pay the fine. Um, I don't I like the change, but I don't think that's the way that's supposed to happen. Uh, but that being said, that's the way we are right now. And so mm -hmm. Trump is doing essentially what the Democrats did when he doesn't like a law. He's not enforcing it. That's not a good precedent. It's not the way our society should run. Uh, but in this case, it's probably going to benefit a lot of people. Well, yeah. And. You know, it's hard to get pissed off about it, even though we disagree with it. You know, yeah. we, I, in principle, we disagree with this. I do. But I like it. I do. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Again, yeah. I mean, uh, you shouldn't have to pay a fine for not having health insurance. You shouldn't have to. That's unconstitutional. So is opposing an unconstitutional bill wrong? I, I don't know. Not really. Right. But I mean, you should go about it the right, it the right way and repeal the freaking thing. And of course, I can. The argument makes more sense in a situation where you're like, well, uh, you know, the Democrats have the House and the Senate. We're never going to get anything passed. You don't. You just. You could actually just do this right now the right way. Mm -hmm. That's why it's kind of annoying. But again, I mean, it's a little bit different, right? Than mm -hmm. uh, saying I just don't think that it's the right way to do it. I'd rather have them do it the right way, and they have the opportunity to do it the right way. Use it. I'm telling you, Donald Trump's approval rating is in the uh, you know low 40s, high 30s right now. Um, if things don't, they might go great, and then you don't have to worry about it. But if it do, you don't have to worry about it, that's not something you have to plan for. You don't have to plan for the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is here is 
things go wrong, there's additional scandals, these things blow up to more than they can, and all of a sudden Donald Trump is a guy who's got a high 20s uh, in the approval rating and can't get anything passed. Mm -hmm. And then we're in a situation in 2018 where the Republicans, while in very good position in the Senate, um, though not locks to, to hold the Senate, but a very good position in the Senate because most of the seats coming up are Democrat seats. You also have uh, a House that will be in question. You lose one of them, you will never get this repealed. Get it done now. Get it done early before when you have plenty of time before the elections. You have plenty of time to worry about it. Get it done now. There's no reason to be screwing around with this. Push it forward. I don't get um, it, man. I don't get, get it. Get it repealed, and then then you can go back. If there's something no. else you want to add in um, that's a free market principle, you do that. Uh, in addition to that, if there's something uh, that you, you know, I mean, first of all, don't do this. But if you feel like there's something that you have to add back in that was part of Obamacare, add it back in later and make re re uh, Democrats tell you you can't. You know, if they're going to vote against you of adding in some stupid big program, good. Then you can blame it on them. But, but this don't is exactly, let it sit there. This is exactly why we're disenamored with the Republican, Republican Party. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. This is how they respond every single time they have power. Every single time. Yep. Uh, let's take a quick break because we're waiting for the president to come out, and he hasn't yet, but uh, hopefully he will soon. And we'll be right back with that, we hope, on Pat and Stu. Yeah, this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, they're going to, hmm. what, the scientists think? Yeah. Yeah. Scientists are proposing to uh, refreeze the Arctic uh, <laughs> in the battle against ch climate change. What they're going to find when they get there, if they can, through the ice, uh, which stops them every single time they try to go there, they get stopped. These, these ships get stopped by ice. Mm -hmm. That's impossible it's because it's all melted. still frozen. That's what they're going to find if they're able to get there. It's still frozen. Yeah. You don't need to refreeze what's already frozen. Well, the thickness of the ice, Pat, however, yeah. has dropped. And uh, oh, what they want to do to fix that now is put, uh, uh, you know, they want to spend a couple dollars. That's it. You know, loan someone enough money for lunch. That's uh -huh. essentially what they want to do. Um, they just want to put 10 million devices uh, around the Arctic. And then they want the, the, they're going to be wind-powered pumps that will pump water, cold water, from the bottom mm -hmm. and put it to the uh, top where <laughs> on the top layer it would refreeze. Um, uh, and so that would mm -hmm. increase the thickness. And, and the price is... Reasonable? Yeah, reasonable is the way I would put it. I would say it's a sale price mm -hmm. of $500 billion. That's not even a trillion. No, it's not even a trillion dollars to refreeze it's the no, Arctic. Nowhere near a quadrillion. Right? Are we supposed to put near. a price tag on refreezing the Arctic? Yeah. Are we supposed to Thank put you, a Jeffrey. price tag on saving the planet? Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Huh. Because you're going to want it there if you lose it. I'll tell yeah. you that much. Yeah, you are. Um, they're saying that because the ice obviously reflects the sunlight, and, and it, what they're saying is the more it uh, melts, mm -hmm. the more uh, warming you're getting, so it's kind of feeding back into each other. This is a big part of global oh, warming man. theory yeah. as a catastrophe, which is positive feedbacks. Um, oh, you would think man. the climate the is probably a negative loop. feedback loop, but no, it's a positive feedback loop, according to these mm -hmm. people, um, and we're, we're all going to die because of it. Jeffy, would you want to add to that? 
No, I, I saw you trust laughing, me. So. No, I, I was trying to remember. Actually, I was just actually trying to remember what their theory was on uh, the heating up yeah. from the water. Uh, uh, global cooling. When they, when global cooling was the issue, they wanted to spread soot all over. <laughs> Seriously, yes. this was a legitimate yes. proposal. They wanted to spread soot all over the um, uh, North Pole so that that it right. would it made to keep the heat and melt the ice caps. They wanted to melt the ice caps in the 70s. Now they want to refreeze them in the in the 17s, whatever we're supposed to refer to, or the teens. Uh, so I think it's a little crazy, um, a little. But you know, hey, what's I mean? I think you give it a shot for 500 billion. If it costs a lot of money, I would say no. But for 500 billion dollars, who cares? You just try everything at that price. Yes. You know, it's That's like true. if you go to when you go to Taco Bell, and this happens to me a lot. You go to Taco Bell. And you look at there, and they have like four or five things that you want. You're not sure what combination of things that you want. What you do is you just buy all the things. Mm-hmm. And then you eat whatever you feel like. If you take a bite of one and you're like, ah, oh, that's not an A+, you move on to the next thing, you finish that up, and then you come back at the end and see if you're still hungry, which, of course, you always are, and you eat all of them. Uh, but that's what you do with, with climate things. And they cost $500 billion. You just do all of them. Who cares? Do all of the proposals. Yes. Um, and if, you, if we turn into another ice age, then you do another $500 billion propo- proposal to, to, re- to spread soot and reverse it. That's all. That's all you do. That's all you do. Uh, by the way, Taco That's Bell, uh, in Las Vegas, you can get married at Taco Bell. Which, by the way, is pretty classy. Uh, we have some video of it. Watch. I'm totally in on that. Yeah. If I'm getting married anytime soon, I'm going to I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to Taco Bell. Great way to start your marriage at Taco Bell. Uh, Very classy. That's you're saying that almost almost Uh, in a skeptical, maybe condescending way. No, no, no. That's really classy. It's Uh, it's freaking Taco Bell is what it is. I know. I know. Is there anything more American than Mexican food at Taco Bell? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. I love Taco Bell and honestly would Uh, rather um, rather have a reception there than almost anywhere. Well, yeah, the reception would be great. Really nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you don't want to get married, reception then just have your reception great. there. Like, if you're in, uh, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, you're uh-huh. not going to be able to get married at a Taco Bell. You just schedule a reception there. That's all. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Some stuff is uh, starting to happen now at the uh, press conference. Oh, there's Steve course. Bannon. Oh, Bannon just hung out. Just, just as we, oh, have to, we have to go to break for the top of the hour. Uh, but uh, he's going to be coming out because his entourage has arrived. Well, Trump yep. knows the we'll media, join so he'll, he, he'll hold out till the top. I would sure. be surprised. Um, we'll be back here in just a couple minutes with uh, Donald Trump, his first president, uh, president's uh, press conference, uh, at least in a solo fashion. That's next. Um, and, President Trump is 
holding his news conference right now. Yep, uh, just so you know um, uh, what you've missed so far, it's just sort of beginning. Um, he hasn't taken any questions yet. Uh, he has talked about his new Secretary of Labor pick, uh, Alex Acosta, I think was his name. Um, and he, uh, I would say Trump is about as familiar with him as I am. <laughs> uh, which is not at all. Uh, he was a, he did clerk for Samuel Alito, Yale la, uh, graduate from from law school. Um, I really don't know anything about him yet, to be honest. We'll we'll uh, bone up on that here in the next uh, you know couple hours. Uh, but uh, so right now he's he's out there. Then he went into a kind of a rant about how um, uh, his poll numbers are good and uh, how the stock market is high. Uh, so those are the that's what we've had here so far. And uh, we now will go to Je the Jeffy screen and let's listen into some with Donald Trump. As we'll have result, questions pretty soon. Uh, the media is going through what they have to go through to oftentimes distort, not all the time, and some of the media is fantastic, I have to say. They're honest and fantastic. Mm -hmm. But much of it is not. They, the distortion, distortion, and we'll talk about it. You'll be able to ask me questions about it. Uh, will they? Uh, but we're will not going to let not? it happen, because I'm here again to take my message straight to the people. As you know, our administration inherited many problems. Oh, no across government and across the economy. No teleprompter, just uh, three by To be five, honest, I inherited oh, no. okay. a mess. It's a mess. A mess. It's a mess. At home and abroad. Oh, they a deserve, mess. They deserve yes, this. Yes, they do. Yeah, they Jobs yes, are pouring totally. out of the country. My totally. See what's Gosh, going on with Obama all of the companies this. leaving us. Every like, nobody else. And other places. Low pay, low wages, mass instability overseas no matter where you look the middle east a disaster That's north korea great. that is that is we'll good. take care of it folks we're going to take care of it all come on i just want to let yeah. you know he does look I tired he does mess. i mean and i don't, I don't yeah. blame him beginning on day one our administration went to he work about that though man He's to tackle gotta be these tired. challenges on foreign affairs we've already begun enormously productive talks with many foreign leaders much of it you've covered to move forward towards stability security and peace in the most troubled regions of the world, which there are many. We have had great <laughs> conversations with the United Kingdom and meetings. Come on, man. Israel, Mexico, Come Japan, on. China, and Canada. China. Really, really productive really good. conversations. I would say far more productive than you would understand. <laughs> really? We've even developed a <laughs> new council. You wouldn't be able to understand how no. productive with Canada they've been? You're, you're to promote too dumb. women's how business leaders and entrepreneurs. Very important to me, dumb. very important to my daughter Ivanka. I have directed our defense community, headed by our great general, now Secretary Mattis. Mm. He's over there now, working very hard. What is it? To submit a plan for the defeat of ISIS. Okay. A group Thought that celebrates the murder and Duh. torture of innocent people mm -hmm. in large sections of the world. It used yeah. to be a small group. Now it's We're in large familiar. sections mm -hmm. of the world. They've spread like mm -hmm. cancer. We know. ISIS has spread like cancer. I love those moments. Another mess it's, I inherited. It, it, Trump loves it when he and comes up with a good line. New sure sanctions and then he on the nation it. of Iran sort of totally taking advantage him. of yeah. our And then he's like, oh, cancer, that's a great analogy. And he says that again. He does that when he's reading on the teleprompters, too, when he reads something that he hasn't and read before and he stop. likes it. Yeah. He always, then he stops and goes back to it again. Until that problem is properly solved. And it's not properly solved now. It's one of the worst agreements I've ever seen drawn by anybody. I've ordered plans to begin for the massive rebuilding of the United States military. Okay. Had great support. Get someone to change the, the color Senate. of the curtains. I've had great support from yeah. Congress generally. 
We've pursued this rebuilding in the hopes that we will never have to use this military. And mm -hmm. I will tell you, that is my — I would be so happy if we never had to use it. But our country will never have had a military like the military we're about to build Wait, and rebuild. <laughs> we have the greatest people on Earth in our military. Agreed. But they don't have the right equipment, and their equipment is old. Mm. I used it. I talked about it. You used it? Every stop. He used it, Pat. Depleted. You heard him. It's depleted. It won't be depleted for long. And I think one of the reasons I'm standing here instead of other people is that, you lied uh, frankly, us. I talked I mean, about we have to have a strong military. Frankly, you talked about oh. strong law enforcement. Don't stop it. No Republican candidates talked so about a strong military, military right. strong right. law Abroad, enforcement. In the search of war, we really are searching for peace, but it's peace through strength. At home, we have begun the monumental task of returning the government back <laughs> to the so people bad. on a scale not seen Someone in many, many years. Someone points out on Twitter uh, that in each of these actions, I'm keeping my promises. As you are to the American watching people. these this, are that promises. it looks Some like Jeffy is sitting on Trump's lap. We're having strong borders. Yeah, that's what I've been talking about for a year and a half. Strong yeah, it borders. Does. They're so surprised. Oh, hey, Daddy. We're having that's strong great. borders. Well, that's what I've been talking that's about. Great. To the press and to everybody else. <laughs> great. I One promise that. after another, after That's years sweet. of politicians <laughs> lying to you to get uh -huh. elected. They lied to the American people yeah, in order like to you, get elected. Some of the things of I'm doing probably aren't popular, but they're necessary for security and for other reasons. Okay. And then coming to Washington and so, pursuing mm -hmm. their own interests. More which speech is than more I expected here. Yeah, yeah. Boy, no, a lot more. more. Yeah. A lot more. I'm here following through on what I pledged Danny? to do. It's all I'm doing. It's all he's doing. I put it out before the American people. Got mm -hmm. 306 electoral college votes. Not I wasn't supposed number. to get 222. They said mm -hmm. there's no way to get 222. <laughs> 230 is impossible. No, they didn't. No one said 270, was which you need. Nobody that said was that. laughable. We, we got, got 306. 306. Because people came out and voted like they've no, never but seen there was before. never a moment. So that's that's, I mean, I, we obsessed about that was the every day. There was never a moment 220 was undoable. No. Ronald Reagan. In other words, the media is trying to attack our administration because they know we are following through mm. on pledges that we made, mm. and they're not happy about it for whatever reason. And But a lot of people are happy about it. In fact, I'll be in Melbourne, Florida, at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Promote the show. Mm -hmm. And I heard, just heard that the crowds are massive. Already? <laughs> already? They're, they're, it's not, they're it's already Thursday. lining up. I turn on the they're TV, open the lining up. and I see stories of chaos. Hey, leave my chaos. dad alone, okay? Yet it is the exact opposite. This administration this is, unbelievable. is running <laughs> like a fine-tuned machine, uh -huh. despite the fact that I can't get my cabinet approved. And then it's not a fine machine. standing people. Like Senator Dan Coats, who's there, one of the most respected men in the Senate. I, I disagree. He can't get approved. How do you not approve him? He's been a colleague, highly respected. Brilliant guy, great guy. Everybody knows it. We're waiting for approval. So a, we have a wonderful here, group uh, of people they have that's working very his, hard. His uh, that's being uh, very much misrepresented about, and we can't let that happen. Uh, so if the Democrats, who have — all you have to do is look at where they are right now. 
The only thing they can do is delay, because they've screwed things up royally, believe me. <laughs> Let me list to you some of the things that we've done in just a short period of time. Okay. We've got to list got these accomplishments, here. right? Isn't that what you've been got doing? here with no or? cabinet. No, no cabinet. Just, no. Again, each of these actions is a promise I made to the American people. So we'll go over just some of them, and we have a lot happening next week and in the weeks, in the weeks coming. We've withdrawn from the job-killing disaster known as Trans-Pacific Partnership. We're going to make trade deals, but we're going to have one-on-one -on -one deals, bilateral. We're going to have one-on-one -on -one deals. We've directed the elimination of regulations that undermine manufacturing and called for expedited approval of the permits needed for America and American infrastructure. And that means plant, equipment, roads, bridges, factories. People take 10, 15, 20 years to get disapproved for a factory. They go in for a permit. be infrastructure? Many, many years. Mm. And then at the end of the process, they spend tens of millions of dollars on nonsense. And at the end of the process, they get rejected. Now, they may be rejected with me, but it's going to be a quick rejection. It's not going to take years. <laughs> but mostly, it's going to be an acceptance. I'm going to tell you, you're a loser right off the We want path. factories built. And we want the jobs. We don't want the jobs going to other countries. Another tweet. Jeffy looks like he's We've imposed a hiring freeze on non-essential workers. <laughs> you have no idea how I wish I actually workers. was. <laughs> We've imposed a temporary moratorium you know why? on new no. federal <laughs> regulations. We've issued a game-changing new rule that says for each one new regulation, two old regulations must be eliminated. If, he's, if he does this every sense. press conference, oh. this is going to get really old really fast. Like well, he's we filibustering you go to other too, right? sure look at industries they have. And I did a 40-minute press conference. Yeah, you talk for 38. Yeah. <laughs> and they're a fraction. Just a Any questions? No, we're done. We and I want Steve, let's get out of here. Because I want safety, I want environmental, uh, all environmental situations to be taken properly care of. It's very important. I, want to I love environmental. But you don't need <laughs> four or five or six regulations to take care of the same thing. We've stood up for the men and women of law enforcement. He loves the cyber, too, doesn't he? Directing yes, he federal does. agencies and to the ensure nuclear. they are protected nobody, from crimes nobody loves nuclear of violence. We've directed the creation of a task force for reducing violent crime in America, including... Oh, the horrendous situation, take a look at Chicago and others, taking place right now in our inner cities. Okay, task Horrible. force. Good. Got a task force. We've ordered force. the Department of Homeland Security and Justice to coordinate on a plan to destroy criminal cartels coming into the United States with drugs. Mm -hmm. Got a plan. We're becoming a drug-infested nation. Becoming? Drugs are becoming cheaper than candy bars. We're not going to let it happen any longer. I know. That's why Nestle's is moving We've undertaken the most substantial border security <laughs> measures in a generation to keep our nation and our tax dollars safe and are now in the process of beginning to build a promised wall on the southern border. <gasps> met with General, now Secretary Kelly, yesterday, and we're starting that process. And the wall is going to be beautiful, a great wall. <laughs> A great wall. And it's going to be a wall negotiated by me. Mm -hmm. Price is going to come down just like it has on everything else I've negotiated for the government. <laughs> and we're going, to have a, we're going to have a wall that works. We're not going to have a wall like they have now, which is either non-existent or a joke. We've ordered a crackdown on sanctuary cities that refuse to comply fantastic. with federal law. I, I, 
and that harbor criminal aliens, and we've ordered an end to the policy of catch and release on the border. No more release. I do like this stuff. No matter who you are, release. Yes. We've begun a nationwide effort to remove criminal aliens, gang members, drug dealers, and others who pose a threat to public safety. We are saving American lives every single day. Every day. Court system has not made it easy for us. That's true. And are even creating a new office in Homeland Security dedicated to the forgotten American victims of illegal immigrant violence, of which there are many. We've taken decisive action to keep radical Islamic terrorists out of our country. Though parts of our necessary and constitutional actions were blocked by a judge's, in my opinion, incorrect Mm -hmm. and unsafe ruling, our administration is working night and day to keep you safe, including reporters safe, Uh and is vigorously defending this lawful order. I will not back down from defending our country. I got elected on defense of our country. And I keep my campaign promises. And our citizens will we thank you for it, be very happy when they see the result they already are. I can tell you that. <laughs> the extreme vetting will be put in place, and it already is in place in many places. In fact, we had to go. It will be in place. In place. We thought it will because be, of the soon bad be in place in many places. From many places. And they're going to be happy in fact they already are. At a record number. I've heard 80%. I find that hard to believe. That's just a number I heard, that they're overturned 80% of the time. Why are you saying it, then? That circuit is in chaos, and that circuit is, frankly, in turmoil. People are saying, Jeffy's never looked smaller. But we are appealing that, and we are going further. We're issuing a new executive action next week that will comprehensively protect our country. So we'll be going along the one path and hopefully winning that. At the same time, we will be issuing a new and very comprehensive order to protect our people. And that'll be done sometime take a question. next week, toward the beginning or middle at the latest. Should we take Stop a break bragging. and then come back? We've also and... taken steps to begin construction of the Keystone the Pipeline. Yeah, we are. And Dakota Access All right. Pipeline. All right. yeah, let's, let's take a break. And we will. Uh, is this okay, guys? Can we take a break? And we'll come back on the other side, American. hopefully, with the questions. Uh, get rid of the Trump thing for now, and we'll come back on the other side. You know, I heard a number of a million percent. Um, I, I, I heard a number. I don't know if it's true, but a million percent uh, pollution in your tap water. Yep. And I, I heard that number. People are saying it. Yeah. People, people are, are saying, saying it. it. I don't know if it's true, but that's the number I heard. One million percent. And look, a lot of people are going to be very happy with the Alexa Pure. A lot, uh, a lot of people are going to be very happy. A lot of people are already happy, but they're going to be happy. I'll say that. In a lot we're, of places. We're trying to, we have a thing we want to do, which is getting Alexa peers in place, and they're already in place in a lot of places. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I just can't. I, I can't. Uh, Alexa Peer is, uh, and here's a number I did hear, and it's actually true. 99.9% of 92 contaminants uh, found in mm-hmm. tap water. This little thing yeah. takes care of them. Now, there's some other little things that you can put on your tap, and you can screw it on there, or, you know, they're, 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 they don't do anything. They really don't. I mean, they're, they might remove compared. rocks. Right. Like, yes. if rocks are coming out, they might remove that. If there's maple syrup in your water, maybe it'll remove <laughs> maybe. that. Although, maybe you don't want that removed. But right, not things honest. like chromium-6 and lead. No. Those won't. are things you want out of your water, yes. and this absolutely takes them out. 
order your uh, yours at getalexapure.com. Again, you see the size of this. If it's right in your refrigerator, awesome. stores a bunch of water. Uh, you'll always have fresh, cold water whenever you want it for whether whether it's uh, drinking or or cooking. Uh, mm -hmm. It's you want to have purified water is wherever you can get it. It's getalexapure.com or call them at 888-895-7746. We're gonna come back on the other side. Hopefully, Trump will take a question or two here at the press conference. Back in a second. Right now, from Bayer, doo -doo. hey, it's Pat and Stu. The, the, the thing I love most about this press conference so far is the fact that he said that he inherited a mess. Yeah, he inherited. Like a, you can't even, you can't even understand the mess I inherited all over the world. It's a mess. Believe me, and I, I do, frankly, I believe him on that. But I love that he said that. It is good. Because this is what they, nobody deserves that like Barack Obama does. Yes. Yes, That's absolutely great. true. However, he's still, I don't think he, you know, again, he's still it's just a lengthy speech. I, we, were, we were saying we we're going to come back with questions. He still hasn't taken any questions. Um, you know, our incredible, and you, there's no other coverage uh, like this on television where you Very see true. Uh, Donald Trump. Speaking uh, behind speaking. the Mercury podium. And uh, mm -hmm. it does look like he's working for Mercury. <laughs> uh, and then Jeffy sort of looks like he's suckling at the, I don't know what he's doing over there. Uh, it's, uh, it's, an odd, it's an odd moment. But it does look like he's about to take some questions. Maybe, I don't know, he's signaling to the, can we kind of bring it up a little bit so we can kind of uh, hear a little bit more uh, of the press conference with Donald Trump? didn't have to do that because what he did wasn't wrong. What he did in terms of the information he saw what was wrong was the way that other people, including yourselves this in this Flynn, room, were given that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that was classified information. It was given illegally. That's the real problem. That is a problem. And, you know, you can talk all you want yes. about Russia, which was all a, you know, fake news fabricated deal to try and make up for the loss of the Democrats. And the press, press plays right into it. Uh, in fact, I saw a couple of the people that were supposedly involved with all of this. But they know nothing about it. They weren't in Russia. They never made a phone call to Russia. They never received a phone call. It's all fake They'd news. They never even heard of it's Russia. All fake news. <laughs> they don't even know where Russia the is. The nice thing is, I see it starting to turn, where people are now looking at uh -huh. the illegal. All right, I think it's very important. They're the looking illegal, at the illegal. Uh, looking at the illegal. Giving out classified. Uh, yeah, it's very bushish. It was, it and, and let me just tell you, it was given out like so much. I'll give you an example. <laughs> 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 like I called, as oh, you know, so Mexico. What? It was a very, very confidential, classified call. But I called Mexico. Oh yeah, he was pissed about. And this. in calling Mexico, I figured, oh well, that's. I spoke to the president of Mexico. Had a good call. All of a sudden, it's out for the world to you see. Think maybe Mexico leaked it because you keep bashing them all the time. It's supposed maybe. to be. Yeah. Either Why do you think that's the press is in that case? Right. Same thing with Australia. All of a sudden, people are finding out exactly what took place. The same thing happened with respect to so? General Flynn. Everybody uh -huh. saw this. And I'm saying, the first thing I thought of when I heard about it is, how does the press get this information that's classified? How do they do it? You know why? Because it's an illegal process, and the press should be ashamed of themselves. But more importantly, the people that gave out the information to the press should be ashamed of themselves. Really ashamed. Yes, go ahead. Because when I looked at the information, why did you keep your president? In the I dark? said I don't VP. think he did anything wrong. If anything, he did something right. He was coming into office. He looked at the information. He said, "Huh, that's fine." 
That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be, and he, he didn't just call Russia. He called and, and spoke to both ways. Uh, I think there were 30 some odd countries. He's doing the job. You know, he was just doing his job. The thing is, he didn't tell our vice president properly, and then he said he didn't remember. He didn't tell him properly. So either way, it was very satisfactory to me. <laughs> and I have Again, who is somebody that I think will be outstanding for the position. It is right. Donald Trump. And that right. also helps, He's pissed off think, that he lied. in the making of my decision. But he didn't tell the vice president of the United States the facts, and then he didn't remember. And that just wasn't acceptable to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, the failing New York Times wrote a big, long front page story yesterday. <laughs> failing and New York Times. They're like, it was you know, very much 2017. You'd think it, uh, we'd be able job. to figure and out a way to make story. the reporters. I noticed yes. they were on television yeah. today. Instead of sounding like the old Bruce Russia. Williams radio show. Where are we going? I think the to Minnesota. You're out there. I don't get it. And he actually said he was a very low-level member of, I think, a committee for a short period of time. I don't think I ever met him. Now, it's possible that I walked into a room and he was sitting there, but Poor I don't room. think I ever met him. <laughs> I didn't talk to him ever, and he thought it was a joke. The other person said he never spoke to Russia, never received a call, look at his phone records, et cetera, et cetera. And the other person, people knew that he represented various countries, but I don't think he represented Russia but knew that he represented various countries. That's what he does. I mean, people know that. That's Mr. Manafort, who's, by the way, who's, by the way, a respected man. He's a respected man. Not really. But I think by he Russia. represented the Ukraine or Ukraine government or somebody. But everybody, people knew that. Everybody knew that. So There's these people, and, he, and he said that he has absolutely nothing to do and never has with Russia. And he said that very forcefully. I saw his statement. He said it very forcefully. <laughs> I Most saw of the statement. papers don't print it because forcefully. that's not good for their stories. So the three people that they talked about all totally deny it. And I can tell you, speaking for myself, I own nothing in Russia. I have no loans in Russia. I don't have any deals in Russia. Uh, President Putin called me up very nicely to congratulate me on the win of the election. He then called me up extremely nicely to congratulate me on the inauguration, which was terrific. Extremely nicely. But so did oh. many other leaders, almost all other leaders from almost all other countries. So <laughs> that's the extent. Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. News? The real news is the fact that <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. people, oh, wow. probably from the Obama administration, because they're there, because we have our new people going in place right now, as you know. Uh, Mike Pompeo is, is now taking control of the CIA. Uh, James Comey at FBI. Mm -hmm. Dan Coats is waiting to be approved. I mean, he is a senator and a highly respected one. And he's still waiting to be approved. But our new people are going in. And just while you're at it, because you mentioned this, uh, Wall Street Journal did a story today that was almost as disgraceful as the failing New York Times' story yesterday. <laughs> and it talked about, you saw it front page. He's keeping up with the, so, uh, with the criticism. Director of National Intelligence yep. just put out, yep. acting, a statement. Any suggestion that the United States intelligence community, this was just given to us, 
is withholding information and not providing the best possible intelligence to the President and his national security team is not true. So they took this front-page story out of the Wall Street Journal, top, and they just wrote the story that it's not true. And I'll tell you something. I'll, I'll be honest. What? Because I sort of enjoy this back and forth, and I guess I have all my life, but I've never seen more dishonest media than, frankly, the political media. I thought the financial media was much better, much more honest. But I will say that I never get phone calls from the media. How You're do the they president. write a story like that in the Wall Street Journal without asking me? Or how do they write a story in the New York Times? I don't know. Why don't you page? ask your advisor like that Steve That was like Bannon. the story they wrote about the women and me. Front page, big, massive Ryan's story. Priebus. And it was nasty. Kelly and then Conway. they called. They said, we never said that. We like Mr. Trump. They called up my office. We like Mr. Trump. We never said that. And it was totally, they totally misrepresented those yeah, very he has wonderful a point here. women. It's similar to like if you were to, to you, accru uh, you totally know, accuse Ted Cruz of an affair, and all the people you mentioned <laughs> in the article would say that they were not involved in the affair, but Something you just like still that. talk about it okay. over and over again. Oh, next Good question. Point. Yeah. Good point. Go ahead. You okay? Well, I'm talking about Republican. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, no, I was told, I was given that information. I don't know. I was just given. We had a very, very big margin. He was given that information. Maybe he should check the information he's given. Well, I don't know. I was given that information. Does this all the time? I, actually, I've seen that information. Golly, but I, it was I, a I've seen it around. I can't take it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, that's a good answer. Yes. Wow. Good show. He is just a buffoon. <laughs> There's just no way around it. I know. Again, no idea what this question is. I, I, like how you're at the White House. This is not Come like you on, had. I a, know. It's not a surprise what press happened? conference. Where are the damn microphones? Did they not used to have mics on these people? Yeah. So we could. Guy had a microphone in his hand. Yeah, I think that might be to the news. We're watching. Obviously, this is the White House actual legitimate. Feed, oh, that's but why. You think that is that's the one that why. that would yeah, work yeah. the best? We're paying for it. So I have no idea what this question is. You can't hear it. Here it comes. Well, first of all, about that, we now have about Dan Coats, hopefully soon, Mike Pompeo, and James Comey, and mm -hmm. they're in position. So I hope that we'll be able to straighten that out without using anybody else. Uh, the gentleman you mentioned is a very talented man, very successful man, and he has offered his services. And, uh, you know, it's something we may take advantage of, but I don't think we'll need that at all because of the fact that, you know, I think that we're going to be able to straighten it out very easily on its own. Uh, as far as uh, the general's concerned, mm -hmm. when I first heard about it, I said, huh, that doesn't sound wrong. My counsel came, uh, Don McGahn, White House counsel. doesn't sound wrong. And he told Flynn, me, basically? and I asked him, Calling Russia. and he can speak very well for himself. He said he doesn't think anything is wrong. If it's you know, just the call, really I would think. agree. It's not that it's really big a deal. what happened after mm -hmm. that, but he didn't think anything was done wrong. I didn't either, because I waited a period of time, and I started to think about it. I said, well, I don't see... To me, he was doing the job. Uh, the information was provided by, who I don't know, Sally Yates, and 
I was a little surprised because uh, I said, doesn't sound like he did anything wrong there, but he did something wrong with respect to the vice president. And I thought that was not acceptable. As far as, as, far as uh, the actual uh, making the call, in fact, I've watched uh, various programs and I've read various articles where he was just doing his job. It was very normal. You know, first everybody got excited because they thought he did something wrong. After they thought about it, it turned out he was just doing his job. So, and I, I do, and by the way, with all of that being said, I do think he's a fine man. Yes, John? But he fired him. Yeah, go ahead, finish off, then I'll get you, John. Yes, we're looking at him very, very, very serious. I've gone to all of the uh, folks in charge of the various agencies, and we're, I've actually uh, called the Justice Department to look into the leaks. Those are criminal leaks. They're put out by people either in agencies. I think you'll see it stopping because now we have our people in. You know, again, we don't have our people in because we can't get them approved by the Senate. We just had Jeff Sessions approved in justice, as an example. So um, we are looking into that very seriously. It's a criminal we act. We just had Sessions approved. You know what I say? When I, when I was <laughs> called example. out on Mexico, what? I was shocked. Because all this equipment, all this incredible phone equipment. When I was called out phone on Mexico, I was, honestly, I was really, really surprised. But I said, you know, it doesn't make sense. That won't happen. But that wasn't that important to call. It was fine. I could show it to the world, and he could show it to the world. The president, who's a very fine man, by the way. Same thing <laughs> with Australia. I said, that's terrible that it was leaked, but it wasn't that important. But then I said, I said what happens when I'm dealing with the problem of North Korea? What happens when I'm dealing with the problems in the Middle East? Are you folks going to be reporting all of that very, very confidential information, very important, very, you know, I mean, at the highest level, are you going to be reporting about that, too? So I don't want classified information getting out to the public. And in a way, that was almost a test. So I'm dealing with... Well, he's kind of leaking Mexico. his White House, then. I'm dealing yeah. with um, Big time, I, I mean, we were dealing on this the case journalists have not tapped the White House phones. No. So or it's in Mexico or these other countries that he's pissed off so many times that they're leaking so into right. U.S. media. I think that's possible. Uh, maybe maybe he's accusing the intelligence agency. It does seem like... He, I mean, kind of a veiled, veiled on, thing on Twitter, against... Yeah, yeah Twitter is not veiled. That's why uh, no, at all. Jeez. All right. 888 I mean... Is there any point to taking any more? You can't even hear the reporter's questions. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents too coming up. You're cutting off the president of the United I mean, States of America. This is just rough. Jeez. Hello, uh, it's Pat and Stu. Um, you know something that's uh, becoming quite a serious, serious problem uh-huh. in our society uh-huh. is Netflix cheating. Yes. It actually is. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's, it's uh, degrading our society. It's disintegrating relationships. It, uh, it's, of course, we're talking about spouses who watch a show together, and then one of the spouses sneaks off and watches one of the episodes <laughs> coming up by themselves. It is a serious thing because you, serious you can't thing. control a... your spouse's pace, right? Um, you know where like you want to get ahead, and she, she might not be that as into it as you, or mm-hmm. she's uh, she's maybe 
has, is busy and you want to watch a couple of episodes of or the Or you TV might show. be out of town mm-hmm. and you're thinking, hey, I want to see the next episode, but she's not around. If you can't be with the one you love, you love, love the, the one, one you're, you're with. with. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, I've noticed this with movies at times. There have been like times that, you know, well, oh, we got to see this movie. I want to see this so bad. And I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. And then you go out and you're on a business trip and you have a, a down evening and you're like, what am I going to do? Oh, there's that movie I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wanted to see it with me, but I mean, a so, movie is really not a time. It's not a time for conversation. And if she wants to go, I'll take her. Yeah, I'll go. I'll see it again. I mean, I've sat through a number of Netflix shows yes. uh, that I've already watched. <laughs> oh, I bet you have. What a style. Oh, my gosh. Bet you have. agonizing. Does she know? Does she care if you watch ahead? Uh, or how does that work? Are you in trouble if she finds out? No, Pat. I run the household at my house. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Not convincing. It's, so, well, we watched, I, thought we were, I thought we were watching that together. Mm-hmm. Well, we are. I'm watching it with, right now. But you watched it last week. Yeah, yeah, I watched it last week. I'm going to watch it again with you now. <laughs> it's not the same. No, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the, it's mm-hmm. not the same at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry, but move on. You're, you're out doing your thing. I'm watching it. Now, they studied 30. I mean, this is a serious study. 30,000 people. Wow. Uh, they found that 46% of couples were guilty of Netflix oh, yeah. infidelity. These individuals expressed little remorse. Yeah, I, I don't care about it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I do it all the time. I used to feel bad. Because she doesn't go fast enough. And especially when I was sick, I wasn't going to lay there and just watch nothing. Well, that's what I, t- <laughs> so. I will tell you that I've kind of, I've kind of solved it a little bit because then I try to, I, if that happens, yeah. um, you try to have another show to fall back on. Yeah. So you can binge through another show while you're waiting to get this one with her. Because you watch you more television than anyone on, a pl- on the planet. Than anyone it's incredible. ever. Who's you got to have, have something there to watch. So you have shows and backup shows that you're watching. You put them, you save them, and then you say, oh, you know, I'd like to use that as a backup. Yeah, if you <laughs> you're sitting there and you got time to kill. You are incredible. <laughs> I, it is, really I've, is. I've seriously, really is. in my life, never met anyone who watches more television shows than Jeffy. In no, my I entire think that's life. true. I think that's very there, true. I was watching uh, um, My 600-Pound Life um, uh, last night. Yeah. Um, which, my 600-Pound uh, Wife? Life. 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 You know the show? Yeah. No. Uh, my wife has started watching terrible. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, it, in my opinion, it is terrible. It's so it's a person who's 600 pounds and you see well, this what girl. their life this is, is like? It's about her struggle or yeah. his struggle, I guess. No, the love you. story. And no, it doesn't really get into love that. Love story. Uh, yes, sir, does. Love story I, with may, food. I've never watched it before. I, it last sure night does. I was watching the first episode I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Um, and and? Uh, uh, it was uh, interesting. But, you know, she couldn't get out of bed. Mostly. Mm-hmm. She, she could get onto a walker for a few steps. That was basically as far as she could go. Mm. And she was in the middle of trying to lose weight, which she lost a lot of weight. But basically was in bed all the time. That woman watches less shows than Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she has to. She eats more than I do. What about, but she's in bed all day yeah, watching when TV. You're she's still... when, when you're 600 pounds, though, there's plenty of times where you just got to focus on eating. Can't worry about. So you're television. thinking her eating is getting in the way of her yeah. watching enough shows to compete? Because yeah. oh, you can watch the shows I, while you eat. You can, but a lot of times when you're that, yeah, large, overweight, uh-huh. uh, there are times when you seriously have to focus on eating. You don't have time for the shows. All right. No, it's it was. It's tough to watch. It's not pleasant. That to show watch. is tough. No. Tough to watch. I mean, I you know, that's, I, not like, that's not something I'm I, drawn to. I get. Uh, I. 
<laughs> marinate in these sh shows because she watches that. She watches all sorts it's of kind stuff. Of it's almost all. I feel like it's almost all reality shows. That show's that kind of like Hoarders almost, where you watch Hoarders and you think, like "Oh, I'm either. not too bad." Yeah, I don't like. Because yeah. some of those hoarders are really bad. So you think, oh, you know, hey, yeah. I can't park in my garage, so right. look at that. They can't even move in their entire house. That's true. Uh -huh. They're they're stepping on dead and so cat you bodies. Watch the, yeah, they go to the bathroom. They're going to poop in a trash bag on the stairway. Look at this. We're good. But the it's uh, <laughs> an interesting uh, oh, this is the one phrase lady. that has that never was, before been speaking in spoken in That was in the last history. hoarders show I ever watched. Was the lady? She took a poop on the. She was using the stairway with trash bags as her bathroom. Why? Because she couldn't, get to, she couldn't get to the bathrooms. They oh were broken. They hadn't paid any bills. It was oh bad. my god! Yeah, I can't watch that. I can't watch I, that I, no. Again, I don't. I don't want to watch this. Yeah, like. Why uh, would you? It's not. It's. Ugh. I don't get it. It's just rough. It's rough. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, but the top cheating temptations uh, for Netflix cheating were things like uh, The Walking Dead, which I can understand. Breaking yeah. Bad, which yeah. you loved, Stu. American Horror Story. I don't. I don't know that one. House of Cards, which is incredibly addictive, from what I understand. American Horror Story is FX, I believe, and it's a uh, it's a series where they do, they change the entire cast every season. Yeah. Oh. So it's like a horror story. Like it's basically a long horror movie that develops over a series, and then the, the new season comes and it's all new characters in a different location, totally different story. Then there's the I watched show, this first season of it. The show it was with um, oh, I can't think of the name. No, I watched the first season. The uh, where it's the each year is a different story, but it's the same cast. Um, American Horror Story has some of those elements. I know yeah. some of the people are repeats on that. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's kind of a kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's look, the same characters, you know, same same actors, but different characters, different story. The other one I will say, like Black Mirror, for example, which is another yeah. Netflix show, um, and it's about like you know social media, Modern day weird, Twilight weird, Zone kind of thing. Yeah, it's amazing that every episode is a completely new cast. Yeah. How the hell? Really? Yeah, it's it's just like they're all standalones. Yeah. We don't get any stars. Um, it's just, it's yeah, okay. but they're all. I mean, it's well done. It's yeah, yeah like no, they're, I mean, yeah. they're all actors, or you know, obviously professional actors, and probably excellent <laughs> stage actors. Yeah. You know? But there's all different casts all the time. Yeah, you don't get to you don't get to say, oh, I like that guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're just they're gone the next episode. Yeah. All right, sorry, Pat, you're, you're going through the list of shows. No, it's okay. Um, Orange is the New Black. Oh yeah. Narcos. I, I don't yeah. know what that is. And Stranger Things. Um, which I, which we we did watch that together. There's only one season of that, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. New season coming out. Yeah, uh, uh, Halloween. We showed the yeah. preview. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Halloween's right. coming out. Um, I've actually only, is, uh, only seen House of Cards and Breaking Bad on that list. Really, I, I did see one a little bit of the American Horror Story first season. But the Narcos is Escobar. That. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's okay. I watched the some of the. I bet you did. Season. Have you seen the show that's on? I think it's FX. It's about like a female king drug kingpin. Yes. Supposedly a true story. Yeah, from Miami. Yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I, I put that on the DVR but never watched it. But it yeah, looks pretty right. good. Mm. It's all right. Uh, they say that they did this same study back in 2013, and at that time only 12% of people admitted to having the Netflix affair. Uh, now it's 45, 46%. That's, well, by that, but th there's more shows now. I guess uh, and so. And Netflix is a lot bigger now. I mean, it's that's more, true. You know, I mean, you've, that's, that's a, true. It's a big time difference now yeah. than what it was even four years ago. And we're getting used to binge-watching yeah. stuff now. I mean, that's really a thing where you just it sure is. watch episode after episode after episode. It sure is. And sometimes watch three or four seasons in a weekend. And some I of mean, the shows, yeah, some of the shows that you watch on, there's a, you know, a few shows that you DVR, but if you, uh, if it doesn't DVR or it's a run-over show, like there's one show, uh, like, for example, mm -hmm. uh, this past week NCIS was a, a carryover show to another NCIS 
New Orleans, which I don't watch. But oh, it wow. Carried there's over a show with you don't other, watch? But I mean, I've watched it. I just don't care oh. for it. it doesn't, I'm not okay. going on my way to watch it. Yeah, he doesn't it. like every show. He just watches every show. But the, All right. But the, uh, so, but you go, instead of going to the on-demand, uh-huh. you try to go to Hulu with, so you get away from those commercials, man, as much as you can. Yeah, I suppose. As much as you can. I, I'm amazed by you bring up NCIS, which reminds me of, that's like in a category of shows to me, like uh, Law and Order's yeah. in there, a um, few other types, like CSI. Like, they're in that kind of, like, mm-hmm. where you, you know, it's sort of a series, but they all kind of stand alone, uh, and their long run, the long run of the series is amazing. And Law & Order SVU has been on for 17 we just watched, years. I just, watched the four, I just watched the 400th episode. 400 episodes. Oh, my gosh. 400 rapes. I, it's all, just, every episode's a rape. We just, my, every one of them. I, my, wow. I came in, and my wife was, what was, you know, the new wow. show that week was the 400th episode. It's incredible. Amazing. And Ice-T wow. has been on that show since, I believe, the second season. Quite a long time. I think that since 2000. SVU, yeah. This guy has built a 17-year run as a, on a top-rated show. The same year he started it, he starred in the movie Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> this guy took Leprechaun in the Hood and turned wow. it into a 17-year yeah. primetime show. Crazy. That is amazing. It sure That's is. crazy. That's uh, a good gig, okay, So man. there you go. Wow. That is a very good gig. 888 Back more Pat and Stu coming up. Uh, we're going to say we're going to have weekly rapes uh, on our network. Is that cool, everybody? Yeah, great idea. <laughs> Let's put it great. on for a couple decades. Wow, I mean, this is uh, this press conference is going on, and and you know, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of it uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, Trump apparently said, according to CNN, quote, "You're talking about the Russian uh, surveillance ship that's off the coast of Connecticut, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quote, the greatest thing I could do is shoot that ship that's 30 miles off the shore right now, out of the water. That's not great." So I don't know if he's saying uh, what um, that you, what you people want me to do is shoot this plane, at, uh, sh- this ship, and I'm not going to. Many, some, many, many of you say the greatest thing I could do. He could have pulled that. Yeah, that. it could have been that. So he's been, you know, a lot of really just tussling with the media. And, and the funny thing about this is, this is really what he likes to do. This is the part of the job he, he likes. Yeah. He likes standing in front of the media and calling them a holes, which many of them are, um, and kind of taking them on like that. So we'll get more of that coverage uh, tomorrow on the radio show. Um, but right now we have something more important, which is uh, this. It says spoons. Uh, we uh, went to Walmart the other day, found a bunch of these flavors. We're going to be trying them over the next week or so. Um, this is Pringles Loud Mighty Margarita Pizza. Mm-hmm. Now, margarita Ooh. Pizza, to me, does not seem like the loudest flavor. Um, however, uh, I like Pringles. They're being very quiet right now, too, because I don't hear them at all. Listen. Oh, okay. All okay, right, now I can yeah. hear it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, fa- I'm a Pringles fan. Take a few of these. Yeah, I like Pringles. I like I will regular say that Pringles. The look of these is very some, strange. Jimmy? Can we see? Uh, yeah. They don't look good, do they? No, no they do not. Look they don't look, look appetizing at all. Now, why is a, a margarita chip green? Uh, is I don't it, know. Is it a vegetable chip and not a potato oh, chip? Doesn't it say something about these being vegan? Um, uh-huh. They're ba- Grain and vegetable chips. Okay, they're, so they're not. Grain and vegetable. Oh, no, is the grain bone dust? Okay, Gross. so they're not actually potato chips then. So these are like vegetable chips of some sort. Yeah, grain and vegetable. Um, mm. I don't, I don't know. They're okay. I mean, the flavor of the pizza is there. It's kind of a basil flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get a shot of Jeffy's face. Uh, 
He doesn't bougie like sauce. It's a, it does taste like there's some kind of bougie sauce on this. Mm -hmm. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. Um, the flavor of the seasoning is pretty good. It's got a kind yeah. of a pizza flavor. It's not a heavy mozzarella cheese flavor, though. It's, it's more of just like the sauce I wish and it basil. Was. It's got to be yeah. the margarita that's... Um, but I, I, the chip itself is not as good as the normal uh -uh. No. Um, potato no, chip, not. which is not, it's a potato crisp, I guess, technically. Uh, Whatever, it's not the same. What's the difference between either. a chip and a crisp? There's Any some idea? formula, yes, there's some formula with Pringles when they started it. They wanted to make mm -hmm. them into these sh this shape yeah. and uh, keep them in the can so they wouldn't break. Right. But the way, the only way they could get them in this shape was to, you know, there's other things. It's not like, you know, sawdust, but it's like they had to make it, they had to like, there's some percentage of potato that it doesn't hit because they, really? yeah, I can't remember what it is. It's not anything bad. It's, oh, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, so they, so they had to make them, and they can only call them potato crisps instead of potato chips. Okay, well, I mean, like I kind of like them. I'll give it a, a, an 11. No, I'm gonna um, really? on a scale of one to eighteen. Mm. By the way, Jeffy's the highest number is eighteen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a, a, a ten. Oh my gosh, no, this is nasty. Give me a nine. I don't love them. Four. 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 Wow, Jeffy really four hates them. Well, there's vegetables, so you expect that. Mm -hmm.